the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. It is Friday already. I should sort of add the word already to any day of the week. My theory is, I've exposed you to on many occasions, that the unit of time that goes fastest in life is the week. Okay, got that uh, got that off my chest, and we can continue. Well, I'm not going to begin with Minnesota, or George Floyd, or COVID, but another story that I think you should be aware of. Wall Street Journal, the battle over an Alzheimer's treatment. Millions and millions of Americans, tens of millions probably, when you think of those who are affected by those who are affected. There is little in life that is sadder than witnessing a vibrant human being become something else. What was the... Nancy Reagan phrase for Ronald Reagan, one of the most vibrant human beings in modern American history, extremely witty man. The long was the long goodbye. I think that that was the phrase she used. As you probably know, there's not much I fear, but on the short list would be Alzheimer's. Now, there's no record of of that in my genetic history, but there's no guarantee. Anyway, I I care about it for others, not just for myself. I mentioned my own fear of it just to communicate how much I loathe that particular disease because, I'll tell you one of the reasons... I am such a believer in human dignity. It's a very keen part of my outlook on life. And dementia and Alzheimer's specifically rob you of that. So, there might be a treatment. The Wall Street Journal editorial. Biogen's promising drug is caught in the FDA's political and bureaucratic limbo. That is the subtitle. The FDA has long been plagued by a culture of bureaucratic overcaution. I'm reading to you. Biogen's Alzheimer's drug, aducanumab, why do they give them these names? I'm good at names, and this is bad. Aducanumab. 
backwards, that's Bamunakuda. Frankly, I find Bamunakuda easier to say than Adunakumad. <laughs> I'm, I'm back to the show. <laughs> you mean an extended analysis of that is not warranted at this time? That's correct for you and me only. Oh, oh that was bad. Biogen's Alzheimer's drug adunacumab is now ensnared in this fight. Adunacumab, a monoclonal antibody drug, is the first disease-modifying medicine to show efficacy. It works by targeting specific molecules in the amyloid to clear plaque. A late-stage trial showed a high-dose treatment removed 71% of the plaque buildup after 18 months. Yes, that is a wow. And also had a significant impact on disease progression. After 78 weeks of treatment, patients received a high dose, patients receiving a high dose were 84% less of a burden to caregivers than were the controls. That's huge. They showed a 91% smaller decline in the ability to prepare a meal and 39% smaller reduction in capacity to discuss current events. In short, patients treated with high doses of Biogen's drug were much more independent and capable. Yet because of the long history of failed Alzheimer's medicines, skeptics say Biogen's promising result is a false positive. Okay... They cite a second concurrent late-stage trial by Biogen that indicated adunacumab didn't have a statistically significant benefit on symptoms. But in a post-hoc review, Biogen found the likely reason for the discordant results. The two trials had nearly identical designs, but... Patients in one received the high dose longer, and the benefits increased with time. Now, you don't have to be a scientist to understand that the two tests are not the same. One group gets it longer than the other, and the benefits accrue over time. (laughs) That would seem to me to be, as the lawyers say, dispositive. We continue. Biogen worked with FDA scientists to analyze the discrepancies between the two trials. The FDA noted in June 2019 that the evidence from the positive trial could be, quote, considered exceptionally persuasive. Get that? FDA, February 2019. Exceptionally persuasive tests. All right. Biogen applied in July for drug approval. Physicians and groups that work with Alzheimer's patients have urged the agency to approve the drug. 
Well, yet an outside panel of scientists that the FDA convened in November to advise it, none of whom specialize in treating Alzheimer's patients, lambasted Biogen for massaging the data. They said the positive results from the one trial could be a fluke and urged the FDA to require Biogen to conduct another, which could take, are you ready, five more years to complete. It would be one of the most interesting tests for me personally to find out if this panel that doesn't want Biogen released and wants to wait five years for more tests has a completely negative view of hydroxychloroquine and zinc and ivermectin. Just positing an interesting possibility. FDA Acting Commissioner Janet Woodcock, who is now a contender to be FDA Commissioner, is under political pressure And this is not me, this is the Wall Street Journal. She is under political pressure from the to reject Biogen's drug. The word that I skipped is either left or right. What do you think? The contender to be FDA commissioner is under political pressure from the left or the right to reject Biogen's drug? The answer, of course, is the left. Whatever the left touches, it ruins. So if you just know that, you would have known immediately from which direction this cruel idea. If Is there anyone listening who, if afflicted with Alzheimer's, or who has a loved one, would not try this drug? Doing so could set back Alzheimer's drug development by years and discourage investment against an affliction that causes terrible hardship. That's right. Cause terrible hardship? That's all the left does. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. 
When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. It's a lot less than $70,000 a year. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel any time. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager to schedule your first free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Prager, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager. BJU is spelled B J U. Now, why am I the only one who found that funny? Uh, does that say something about me? BJU Press Homeschool.com. I have a dissent, and dissenters, unlike the other side, dissenters are encouraged on this program. Fred in Cleveland, hello. Hey, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I worked for the FDA, and I worked on Alzheimer's files. And you can tell by the data that the Wall Street Journal is giving you that this drug's effectivity was ambiguous. And the reason you can tell is because they're using endpoints which aren't scientific. The ability to make a sandwich is not a scientific endpoint. Okay, it can't be just it can't be objectified. It's a subjective endpoint. If they had a drug that worked, they would give you objective endpoints. They would give you change in IQ, they would give you a number of neurologic batteries that are accepted in the field as demonstrating improvement in dementia. The companies can take the data and they can show any result they want if they manipulate it enough. And I think Without knowing this file and without knowing this drug, I think that's what's been done. Furthermore, the FDA has approved drugs for Alzheimer's disease, and they didn't work. Namend is the one that comes to mind. So I, I think your criticism of the FDA here is completely unjustified if you know anything about the field. people are definitely I don't know anything about the field. I fully acknowledge it. I know what I read in a source that has been far more right than wrong in my entire adult life, the uh, the Wall Street Journal editorial page. They need to present data that's objective. Why is How it not objective that that seventy six percent more uh, people or seventy six less caretaking was necessary? That's that's subjective. That's subjective. That's okay, you know what? If you okay, whether it's drugs. Wait. So wait. 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 Um, what would be? Uh, give me. Give me an objective piece of data. Neurologic. Neurologic uh, battery of IQ. That they can show that the. So IQ ability to take care of yourself is not objective. No, because it's placebo affected. It's not a scientific. Okay. Point l- l- okay. L- all I can. S- uh, okay. Good. Okay. Hey. Good. You know what? <laughs> Listen, I'm really glad you called. I I, I I deeply respect you doing so. 
I think 95% of the people listening, and that is the 5% that does not work in the field, which gives you an idea of why I don't listen to scientists for wisdom, only for science, is what the hell do I care if it's a placebo or, or not? If people with Alzheimer's are functioning better and their caretakers are working less, and it's only because they thought they took the magic pill, let's produce the magic pill. Let me take a random sample. Hey, there's a gentleman now drinking some coffee behind two barriers of glass to protect himself from COVID. Sir, did what I say make sense to you? Okay, the answer was yes. We, this was, re, and, I, and I, I say this only with respect. He was respectful, and, I, and I, it means the world to me that he took the time to call. But we, we do think differently, and that's why I do not listen to scientists for wisdom. In other words, for policy. The, the, now, now, Fred himself Sounds like a wonderful human being and is probably a wonderful member of his community and, and probably a dad and a husband. But I, I, I have no desire to take his advice. If the placebo worked, what the hell do I care? The only bottom line is are people suffering less, not neurological damage. See, the the end the end the end is different for Moronic, moronic people like the editorial writers at the Wall Street Journal, moronic people like like uh, 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 Triple G and myself. All we care is is the person better. We don't we don't read neurological data charts. Okay, that was important. It, it, it was like the that it was also Cleveland. I, isn't that ironic? It was a, a fire commissioner in Cleveland many years ago who brought home so clearly to me that I don't want to listen to experts for advice, only for expertise. When he said, you know, every, every, high, every school door should be closed at all times. In case there is a fire, it is so much safer. I said, yeah, but the kids swelter in the summer with the doors closed. It doesn't matter. When there's a fire, it'll be so much safer. To which the question is, when was the last school fire? 1907? And you remember it. That, well, you were a kid. Don't exaggerate. Oh, you remember the phone call? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, no, I never make stuff up. That was, it, was a, it was a decisive moment in my outlook on life. Experts are are treasured. The Freds of the world, that commissioner, these people are invaluable. But I, but I, their advice on these matters is is not necessarily coherent. Max in uh, Renton, Washington. Hello. Oh, hi, Dennis. That was a surprise to get through so quick. I'm, anyway, um, I'll get right to it. So my mom recently passed away from Alzheimer's. And, you know, what you had to say really resonated with me in that dealing with someone with Alzheimer's or dementia, severe dementia, 
is exhausting and any relief at all um, would be a blessing for both the person with the disease and um, and the caregivers. So the idea that that you have to have some type of objective standard for something. Right. Okay, there you go. Another dummy layman. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. That's right, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. All right, I thought you would do. Oh, look at that. Well, All right, I'm going to summarize your calls because I only have this hour. The next hour is happiness hour. Yes. Got a lot of intelligent calls here. Th- this is worthy. I may, I may I may return to it next week because I feel under pressure to speak about a few subjects this first hour on Friday. Okay. Uh, let me just summarize here. Van Nuys, David says, placebo is not a good answer. Uh, okay, I, that would have, maybe you call me the third hour, because that's you know open line. Kirk in Minnesota, there are many studies, Alzheimer's disease and caregiving has a lot to do with it. All true. Bill in Delaware, there is no evidence that masks work, yet we do it. That's a great response in my opinion. I would sooner take uh, Adamelamatic Adabatabo uh, than uh, than wear a mask. No question about that. By the way, can you imagine mask wearing for people who do have dementia? That must be a form of torture. They don't know what's going on, and they're told that they can't breathe. It's like with the two two year olds on airplanes. There is a cruelty to the health uh, fascists. And I've never used the term before today, by the way. But uh, when I used to say health uber alles, I suggested that. I said that for 20 years. Health, using the German phrase, taking it from Deutschland uber alles, Germany above all. Health above all, safety above all. Okay. Now, in the sick perverse world of the left a policeman saving probably a girl's life against a knife wielding attacker is attacked 
because he's white. A black girl is about to stab, probably to death, a black girl. And a white officer shoots the black girl who's about to murder a black girl. And he's attacked. Including by one of the great morons of our society, LeBron James. He is a moron. He is a profoundly arrogant moron but uh, that often they often go hand in hand he knows nothing about life beyond basketball nothing he's an idiot and he puts up a picture of the officer you're next now then deleted it yes he deleted it uh, because he's a coward he doesn't really mean what he did because he's, he doesn't want to alienate fans. Why did he take it down? Really, why did he take it down? Did he stop believing it? No, 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 no. He didn't stop. He never said it was wrong. He said those who attacked it are haters, are racists, which goes over well at the New York Times, which is on the moral level of LeBron James. This is truly, but we've we've entered the world that uh, the Babylon Bee, which is a hilarious. You should you should read them. the The Babylon Bee head has said it's almost impossible to satirize life anymore because the left will do it the next day. Yes, he took down the tweet because it's it's being used to create more hate. He didn't create more hate, get it? In the sick world of the left, that is believed. Tucker Carlson played black spokesman after black spokesman, not to mention white leftist spokesman, saying things like, well, if it was your daughter that the policeman shot, how would you feel? Now, it doesn't it strike you, my dear listener, that the appropriate question is, if it was your daughter who was being attacked with a knife-wielding person, how would you feel? Isn't that more important? MSNBC is morally sick. CNN is morally sick. We're living in a, in a pathologic, moral pathology is our crisis. 1-8 Prager 776. Whoa, that was a hit of the mic, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. Yes, indeed, y'all. I'm Dennis Prager, and this is the show named after me. Somebody tweeted out a, a picture of world leaders on the climate change hysteria. And we have here the leaders, let me see here, of Canada, European Commission, Denmark, United States, Vietnam, Norway, Italy, France, Turkey, United Kingdom, Germany, China, Mexico, Korea. Now, 
uh, and Russia. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Zoom call or whatever they used. Here is the 64,000 ruble question. Which leader is wearing a mask? None? Most? Biden. Biden is the correct answer. When your own president looks like an idiot, you realize what you've elected. I wouldn't go anywhere in confined places now. Yes, that's right. He has, that, that was from uh, when he was vice president. And the reason I have the recording is it struck me. I never said anything about Joe Biden when he was vice president, except this man cannot ever be a leader. He, he's afraid. He's the opposite of Roosevelt. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. He's wearing a mask on a Zoom call. And he's vaccinated. America is divided into two groups. Those who are embarrassed by this and those who are proud of it. Which group are you in? That's a, it's an awesome picture. I want to thank the uh, the person who uh, tweeted that and the person who supplied me with the tweet. A woman named Susan serves in many capacities. What do you think of that, eh? Are you in the embarrassed by your president group or proud of your president? Wears a mask outdoors and is vaccinated. And then claims to follow the science. Follow the science is one of the left's great lies. They don't follow the science. They follow the scientists they agree with. I have so much on climate change now that you have no idea how many scientists who believe there's climate change now say that all of these Projections are hysteria. That's the issue the whole time. I never said the world is not getting warmer. I said the the projections are hysteria. They're in order to reshape the world and the economy, which is what Joe Biden is doing with with his plan now. You're going to have to uh, get rid of your gas stove within 10 years, according to uh, the Biden plan. This is all make-believe, but it's not make-believe. It's all transformative of society. Pete Buttigieg, Secretary of Transportation, said that a lot of our highways are racist. I said it just as uh, my engineer took a sip from a bottle of something. And uh, it's the contents of that the bottle has now left his mouth. I know. Do you realize this is the amazing thing? When I said that, there is not one person listening who thinks I made it up. But had I said it a few years ago even, you would have said, that 
come on. You're, you're mocking these people, Dennis. Give me a break. The highway system is racist. Yes. Now, here's the key. Now, why would he say that? Because it went through various neighborhoods, including black neighborhoods and divided black from white neighborhoods. And I, I it was it, whatever the reason. And as, as many articles pointed out, they went through German and Italian and Jewish neighborhoods, too. This is the 1950s great highway system in the country. So it's racist. So why, did he, why does he do that? Because the left doesn't want us to drive. They literally, do you know that the L.A. Times, I didn't know this. Last summer, the L.A. Times had an opinion piece saying, rip up the highways of the freeways of Los Angeles. They're racist. Literally, get rid of them. There's a piece in the L.A. Times, which is to journalism what, uh, oh, God, I need an analogy. What I am to basketball. There you go. That's a perfect analogy. That's it. The L.A. Times is to journalism what Dennis Prager is to basketball. I did not shoot at the wrong basket. I ran to the wrong basket. It's bad enough what I did uh, in Madison Square Garden. Do not exaggerate it. I did not shoot to the wrong basket. In fact, I didn't touch the ball in the 56 seconds the coach had me play. Isn't that something? Hey, that'll do it. If we just rip up the highways, everything is an agenda. It's all an agenda. I they hate the fact that we enjoy life. Get it? You don't wear a mask, you're enjoying life too much. You're not in lockdown, you're enjoying life too much. You're driving in your car whenever you want, wherever you want, you're enjoying life too much. You have an indoor fireplace, you're enjoying life too much. They hate the happy. Because if you're happy, you don't make revolution. Get it? Is it that, that too has an agenda. Happy people don't make revolutions. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. <laughs> I am, I'm currently earphone challenged here. Well, it got caught in the extension. We'll have to work this out, my friends. I am watching a band practice. Is this in England? Because it says BBC. Where is it taking place? It's in the U.S., but the BBC did it. And it, it, is, it is about a band practicing, and they're each in their own little tent. Oh. People believe that that's important. How many kids have died? You know, more kids die from the flu than than have from COVID. COVID is very selective, overwhelmingly, uh, about whom it kills. Anyway, everything everything that was done by the authorities in the world was was wrong. It was all, the lockdowns were wrong. Not using therapeutics was wrong. Masks were a farce. Half the country believes what I said to be true. The other half says that I, I'm a science denier. No. I'm a scientist skeptic. I have science on my side on that issue. 
Joseph Ladapo, or Ladapo, my hat on the show, associate professor at UCLA School of Medicine. Okay? Associate professor of medicine. COVID mania is what he calls it. Has a low mortality rate among most people, and especially the young, estimated at 0.01% for people under 40. 0.01%. And therefore never posed a serious threat to social and economic institutions. Compassion and realism need not be enemies, but COVID mania crowded out reasoned and wise policy making. Americans groaned when leaders first called for two weeks to slow the spread in March 2020. Months later, many of these same Americans hardly blinked when leaders declared that lockdowns should continue indefinitely. For months, COVID has been elevated above all of the problems in society. Over time, new rules were written and new norms accepted. Liberty has played a special role in American history, fueling advances from independence to emancipation to the fight for equal rights for women and racial minorities. Incidentally, this professor is black. Everything has been turned upside down, and the well-educated are the ones who have led it and believed it. 